0: Jackson! He's a ten. I choose this family. Hi, guys! Welcome to episode nine of Nine Hundred and One Lone Star Roundup. I'm one of your hosts, Grace, and with me are my lovely co-hosts, Katie.
1: Hi.
2: <laughs> <And> DJ. <laughs> hey.
0: Today we will be talking about episode nine of Lone Star, titled Awakening. Of course, as always, a quick reminder that we aren't recapping the episodes. We're just talking about what stood out to us.
1: All right, let's do it. This episode starts with a case or a call. They're having a family is having a gender reveal party, <laughs> <laughs> and pregnant mom has four has three sons and is hoping <laughs> for a girl.
0: <laughs> By the energy they, that the kids show, I can kind of understand
2: why. Yeah, even the dad's hoping for a girl. <laughs> yeah. Those kids were devils. I'm sorry, but they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and, yeah, so when they do the little cannon thing that the, it was done too soon, and I guess it was a starch-based powder, and it came out pink. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the starch, I guess, caught hit the barbecue, and it caught fire, so it sprayed up and caught the person by the barbecue on fire. So yeah, somebody yeah. else
0: dunks him in the pool.
1: Yeah, he had to go yeah. dive, throw him into the pool,
0: and <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: I literally... like
0: that's good. That's good. Like, plate
2: scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you should not do the powder, whatever the canon gender mm-hmm. reveal things. Like, get a cake. Yeah,
0: right? there you go. It's I super. mean, let's look at this year. Like, one of the biggest wildfires in California was started by a gender reveal party.
2: Right. Yeah. And,
0: like, oh, uh, all the chemicals and yeah. all the... It, it's just so flammable. Everyone, if you do a gender reveal part,
1: do a freaking cake!
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Or
2: a balloon. Uh, or or the, balloons are yeah.
1: Balloons aren't right, great either, because if they, dis, like, the yeah, fly they away,
2: leave, they... But, yeah, yeah. Um, or the paint thing. Let, let's
1: do the... Um, let's do the cake. I like cake. Yeah. yeah. Cake's good. Um, but so when they respond, the 126, you see that Jud is kind of in charge of the 126. I loved that so much, yeah. honestly. <laughs> so we see uh, Judd in a little bit of different uh, in-charge capacity than he normally is. So that was kind of mm-hmm. a cool thing. But through all the stress of getting the fire put out and getting the rescuing the guy that got burned the woman's water breaks (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the team is forced because the paramedics had just left with the guy who'd been injured the team is now forced to help deliver the baby (laughs) in the backyard (laughs) yeah
2: oh my god! i'll tell you in that scene like she's he's like i don't remember exactly what he said but he was like how do you know or something like that she's like trust me i've had three of these like Um, i know yeah.
1: Moms, no. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then Jed's given out orders, and he's, like, tells Marjan, you know, uh, everything, get everything to help Marjan, and she looks at him, like, why me? And he's, like, well, you're certified, aren't you?
2: <laughs> oh,
1: But I was just, like, oh, that's typical. Like, I could see where she's, like, really? Like, because that's, you know, guys w- telling the woman to deliver the baby, like, <laughs>
0: Like like the moment is—is is it because I'm a girl? Like that yeah. moment. Yeah. Right. I kind of feel like Judd was almost worth doing out of it. It out of I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Not it. I don't even know if he's certified. Yeah. yeah. Like that might legitimately be. Because I think the only other time that came into question was with the race lighting. He just went no.
2: Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah. I
1: <think> no. No. <laughs> And I I love... Did you guys see the three little boys when the baby was born? Oh, um, my and God. they're like...
0: And then it turns out to be a
1: boy and they're like... Yeah! And the mom just starts crying.
0: And the, and the father just cry. looks distraught. Like, oh.
1: It, but, the, but the powder was pink.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it happens though. If you don't get a blood test, if you only go by ultrasound or something, then it it that happens more often than you might think.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah.
0: I don't even know if the blood test is 100% accurate, but so yeah. much more reliable than the ultrasound.
1: Yeah. Yeah, without uh having an amniocentesis, there's no really way of knowing 100% for sure until the baby's born.
2: Mhm. Yeah.
1: So speaking of babies and young kids, um we go right into a flashback of young TK Uh, in December of 2001 in New York City. So this will be just a few months after September 11th of that year. um, Mm -hmm. This is actually the scene where if you have the um, captions on, you'll see Gwyneth's name for the first time. That's how you kind of learn her name as TK's mom. And I thought it was pretty cool that, you know, we kind of get a little glimpse of TK's past and, um, you know, TK's birthday that I guess it was at TK's birthday and Owen had missed it. And he's trying to tell Gwen, you can hear Owen and Gwen arguing in the background um, about why he didn't show up sooner and how TK understands. And he's trying to explain that, you know, he had a couple of guys at the firehouse that were struggling and he was trying to help them out and it's been a tough year. And yeah, I was just, it was, it was a good scene because you kind of got to see a little bit of what TK had gone through, but also kind of just emotional to see, like, what TK was hearing from his parents, yeah. like, the arguments and stuff.
0: Because he was only, like, <sighs> seven Yeah, at that. And yeah. honestly, watching his face, because I've been in his position, like, during the parents fighting and everything. And just watching it, he looked kind of lost and really sad and, like, he didn't understand what was going on, really. And honestly, there's one thing, and this just occurred to me, that doesn't make sense to me. The guys at the station were having a rough time, at, just because it's after nine eleven. But Owen was the only survivor of, of his station. <clears throat> so does that mean he got in other transfers from uh, other had stations
1: it. that i thought? Well, the whole reason why he was hired in Austin was because he had rebuilt the one twenty, the two fifty two in New York after nine eleven. Yeah, so... but I'm
0: I'm questioning like the guys that he like rebuilt the station with, like.
1: I know, they had they also guys been transferred in? in? Yeah, yeah. That oh, yeah. just struck me because I'm like, didn't everybody die? Because part of the reason that it took so long, I think, in Austin, is because they also had to remodel the building, right? Um, because they had that lo- was so outdated and so old that they had to remodel some things. um Whereas the the 252 might not have been um in need of as much remodeling, so it was just more or less bringing people in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but that was that was a scene that kind of hit differently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. I would I would like seeing like I would like to see a few more flashbacks. Maybe not necessarily yeah. to that particular time or pure, that part of the life
1: before. Yeah. But like just see yeah. just see more of that. Yeah, and I I thought it was so cute that Tiki's playing with like a toy a pl- uh, fire truck. Oh, I know. baby, Which, you know, will kind of talk about you know later in the episode, you know, as TK's starting to think about things. But you know, so we get this flashback, um, and then we have Owen and Zoe are in TK's hospital room. Uh and Owen's kind of explaining to Zoe, so this must be the first time she's visiting since it happened. Um and he's explaining that TK's in a level two coma. I guess the bullet um didn't hit his heart, thankfully is fine, but it nicked um, the subclavian artery. And he went into shock, hypo- hypovolemic shock, where some of his organs shut down, which was not good. Yes. <laughs> but he seemed to be bouncing back, which was you know awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes, it could have gone so much worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Owen kind of semi introduces uh, Zoe to TK.
2: <laughs>
0: That's scene where he's like.
1: Is she my doctor? And she's like, what? No, no, no. no." Yeah, no, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: Yeah. And then kind of this, like, transition between Owen and Zoe and TK and Owen, it's, um, we could learn a little bit more about TK's mom, that she's traveling in China, of all places, uh, for business, just because we know that the coronavirus kind of, we believe, originated in China, Mm -hmm. And the time frame of when this possibly could have happened was right around that. So I'm curious how they're going to address that. Yeah. If they are. Yeah,
2: Yeah. because that was so coincidental. Like, obviously they didn't know when they filmed this about this. But But that's just just like, oh, It's so weird. You can't not address it. Like, you said it. You know, put it out there.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
1: So... Yeah, I just so I, I'm excited because we do know that they've cast someone for his mom. Um, yeah, who is a former co-star of Rob Lowe's from another series he was in. So I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, how she plays into <laughs> Owen's stress levels. Um, yeah, oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> the way he talks just, about her, I'm like.
1: Uh, what are we supposed to be expecting here? Yeah. And, and while they're in the hospital room and Owen's standing next to TK, all of a sudden TK wakes up. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. slowly. And I don't know, I just... Yeah, he's kind of groggy. And yeah, like Grace said earlier, he looked over and he saw Zoe and he's like, is she my doctor? <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, <laughs> but no, that's, no, And that's after, like, Owen had to explain that he's in the hospital and he got shot. Owen being the
0: caring dad there, I mean, oh, oh my
1: gosh
2: yeah also like um before tk woke up owen said something along the lines of like he moans in his sleep and he like chews in his sleep oh god he must be hungry or something like
1: that <laughs> yeah, and i'm like that. oh my god every time i hear that i'm like oh, <gasps> oh my God. makes me think that he was probably out of it for you know, probably a week yeah
2: or, or yeah so. Yeah, which makes sense. Timeline of when he was released so hospital because you don't get shot and then you're allowed to go right away. Right. He had to be there at least a week.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then when Zoe says, no, I'm not your doctor, she's like, I'm his date. And then I love TK's line. You brought a date? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Jesus, like brought a
0: date? He's still a little bit out of it. So we like... Um, I'm sorry,
1: what What did I miss right. exactly? <laughs> but then Owen's like, he's like trying to, like, he's got the look of, I want to deny this, but I really can't, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to just say yes. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh, yeah.
2: <laughs> he's trying to be like, mm, well, no, but yeah, I did. I can't deny In a way, that. I
0: did, yeah. Oh. Then we go to when TK's a little bit more awake,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and... Owen and he
1: are talking, and Owen's explaining what happened. Yeah, and TK learns that a seven-year-old boy shot him with his grandfather's gun because he was trying to protect his family. And TK, all he can think about is his the little kid. And Owen's like, it's just like you to be concerned about somebody else when you're lying in the hospital with a bullet hole. Yeah. Which also really shows a little bit of TK's character that he... From what Owen's perspective, TK's very concerning about other people or concerned yeah. about other people and their well being.
0: Yeah. yeah, very true. And when um and when TK tells him, you know, he's going home tomorrow and he can't remember it. But he can't remember being the kid that remembers it all. Right. Can't imagine that, yeah. Oh my gosh. No. He was only a little kid
2: too, like little.
0: Yeah. Seven years yeah. old.
2: Yeah, yeah, like imagine that. Yeah, I mean, he didn't know, and I'm sure there was a lot of trauma for him and stuff, and, Mm -hmm. like, it's hard. Mm
1: -hmm. And Owen shared that, you know, that the kid was um, seeing an APD counselor, um, because obviously they can't charge the kid with, you know, anything, because it was such an accident. I mean, I remember uh, the town I grew up in, there was a... An accidental shooting. Um, a little boy brought um, his mom's gun to school in his oh, backpack, no. and he didn't know it was loaded. And after, towards the end of the day, he went to put his backpack up on the his desk, and it um, went off and shot a little girl in the abdomen.
2: Oh my god! Oh my god! And she
1: had to be airlifted to um, a hospital. And she ended up, from what I understand, she survived. But it was just, I mean, that was literally an accidental shooting. And, you know, there was a whole, like, court case with it because of how the kid got the gun and why he brought it to school and stuff like that. But still, like, that little girl, um, like, and and that kid was probably around seven or eight.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about, like, I imagine not for every kid, but a lot of seven-year-olds, they don't get the concept of, like, death. Mm -hmm. And... I don't think... It, of course, depends on, like, what the kid knew. But, um... For, for the one that shot TK, he likely knew that the gun was a method of defense. Mm-hmm. Because he had seen his grandfather using it. Or game ready to use it to defend the family. He wouldn't have meant to try and kill TK. Because... Right. Uh, I mean, it's Texas, but I don't think he knew what was going to happen.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I also think, like, um, you know, yeah, kids are kind of... I don't know. Resilient is not really the word, but, yeah, they hadn't quite understood everything yet. Um, yeah. And, like, TK doesn't remember anything. And I just... <laughs> so i didn't actually know okay so when i first started watching this series i only came to it because i knew of rob lowe and Liv tyler but i didn't know who ronan was at the time so okay. i also didn't know he was really good friends with um alberto Frezza who played in station 19 as a cop yeah. who... <laughs> and i would watched some of station 19 but not all of it so i didn't know that alberto's character had been killed off by a child yeah. shooting him in the shoulder, yeah. the same side. So it was like the parallels of Alberto's character shooting and TK's shooting. Yeah, <laughs> was very scarily similar. Yeah, um, I don't think it was planned because I don't know if it was known at the time that Ronan and Alberto were friends. But um, yeah, thankfully TK survived. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, thankfully. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think people knew they were friends. Well some people knew they were friends because they did a show together and that's I think how they met or became friends. Yeah. But yeah, like I said in our last episode, like that death was a lot worse than this.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, so in this, you know, there Tiki and Owen are talking and then Tiki's like, Okay, there's one more thing I have to ask. But <laughs> 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 well, you've gotta give it to me straight. And Owen's like, Sure, anything he's like what's the deal with the hot babe zoe <laughs> and Owen's no like trying to be like no stop talking about her like that and like i get what Owen's was getting and then he's like oh, okay i guess she is yeah she's a hot baby but he's like he's like she's the head of the psychology department at university of texas and he's like okay i admit she's a hot babe like
0: yes he's she is
1: like, Yeah, she is you're going to tell me how long you've been seeing her? And Owen comes back with the best comeback. Yeah. <laughs> when you tell me how long you've been seeing the cop. And TK's reaction is like, oh, God. And like, it's in your head. <laughs>
2: The cop. The cop. The cop. The cop. The
1: cop. Carlos. Poppy. I can only imagine what TK was thinking at that moment. Oh, my God. Where is Carlos? Where is Carlos? Was he what here? did he do? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> i don't even know what we are what did he do yeah
2: (laughs) i know and we don't even get that until like the second hour
1: yeah that's right yeah because this episode was the first of the two yeah season finale yeah yeah and we don't even get any carlos in this episode at
2: at all all. how dare they sadly
1: (laughs) we need carlos in every episode
2: yeah don't be doing that to us in season two i can't handle that
1: (laughs) Mm-hmm. And so that scene ends, and then we move to the team at the 126 getting off, and um, Marjan and Buttercup are hanging out, and Mateo and Paul are getting ready to leave with Marjan, and Judd comes around. They talk about like I so they Owen must have called them and let them know that TK woke up because they're talking about well how long is it going to be till he comes back, and because um, Mateo wanted to know, and we have a mention of 911 OG. The chimney, uh, oh the firefighter God. with the rebar in his forehead,
2: oh, or yeah. in his
1: brain, and he w- was back to work within a month. Um, yeah, Which is a little nine one one Easter egg.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Did they just do? They just did that? Yeah." So it's
1: like my buddy swears it's true because no one really believed him. Yeah, but so who's the buddy?
0: Two- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's the buddy? <laughs> i because, obviously, like, Texas, I think it might be Eddie, but, like, it could be anybody.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, different parts of Texas, so that's not exactly reliable.
2: Yeah. True. I really hope they plan on bringing that up again in the crossover. Just... I feel like that was deliberate. Yeah. Just so we know. I just need to know, like, the connection. Who's your buddy? Yes. Who's your buddy? Who's your friend? Please tell <laughs>
1: We need it. Yeah. Watch if he like Grace is related to Athena or something. Uh, oh my gosh.
2: I mean maybe. That would be kind of like awesome in a way. I don't know. Like two badass women. Yeah. Exactly. Or that and I don't know. I just feel like that'd be a really cool connection, like
1: Married to Firefighters.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just loved that idea.
0: And both um this is going to sound weird, but I just want to connect it both in interracial relationships. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't think about it that way.
2: I didn't either. Love that.
0: Okay, now I want this. Same. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to get the crossover? Yes. <laughs> Come on, we need it now. Okay.
2: <laughs> What always confuses me, and I've thought about this before, is like every time they get off of shift, it always seems that they're getting off at night. And also when they're starting their shifts, it almost seems like it's at night. Because in episode four, when they're starting their shift, they're like making dinner and like mm-hmm. Judd is talking about his fight or whatever, his moment of grace or whatever. So it always confuses me because it always seems like they start their shifts at night or whatever and they're always getting off at night. And I'm like, what is going on?
0: but when tk and carlos hook up and it's tk leaves it's in the middle of the day
2: yeah it's like so inconsistent it could just be how they film it but But, like but
0: that's also how the shifts work you don't always work like day to night it's night to day and all over the place
2: i guess it's just confusing because every other show is like the complete opposite so it's like uh what's happening here that's yeah, true, yeah.
1: Because, yeah. you know, it, and I know most um, departments, like, be some they're are 24-hour shifts. Well, actually, usually they start a 48-hour shift. Yeah. Um, usually at, like, 8 or 9 in the morning, and then it goes for 48 hours. So then they get off in the morning on their day off, you know, the day they get off. Yeah. Um, or I know some departments, like, start, their shifts change at noon.
2: Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat>
1: So, yeah, it's just, yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. Like, it's sometimes they start their shift early in the day. Sometimes they get off at night. Yeah. Um, and But we don't see them leaving, um, or excuse me, we don't see them sleeping all the time. Yeah. So maybe they have, like, 12-hour shifts. where they Yeah. Work 12, like, the night shift, or they work the yeah. afternoon shift.
2: And I mean, in the episode where Owen meets Grace, he says, can you believe I just got off a 24-hour shift? So that, like, I don't know, it's just weird that i just oh, you know about Zoe? it yeah i said grace didn't i yeah. <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> but it's fine um yeah that's true uh lone star you need to picture inconsistencies or at least explain them
2: yeah yeah it's like the little things the people that watch a million times catch up on Yeah, <laughs> the
0: true yeah. fans catch the inconsistencies
2: <laughs> yeah just a bit
0: By true fans, I mean the ones I
1: watch it a million times is stated. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, And then while we've got this scene, we get Judd. We kind of start to get a little bit about Judd's backstory. Um, He gets a call from his dad. So we learn his dad is still with us. So he's got some uh, family stuff he's going to go have to take care of. Something seems a little fishy about the call his dad made to him. And it sounded like he, his dad was supposed to be over at their house for dinner that night.
0: Yeah. I'm guessing it's something where Judd just knew his dad well enough to go, oh, okay, this is all right. Let's go. But this is really the first we've seen of family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Other than, obviously, Grace. But I don't mm-hmm. know if it's really even been talked about before. Mm-hmm. So I say I was a bit surprised with this. I'd kind yeah. of written off family
1: yeah it was kind of a little bit of a shock, um I wouldn't say completely out of left field because we are still getting to know all the characters, yeah um and Judd is one of the few characters that are initially established from Texas.
2: Mhm, that's true, yeah,
1: so I mean, it was kind of neat, so Judd goes over there and meets you know finds his dad on the floor and realizes his dad had fallen at some point and didn't his dad didn't want to call anybody to come help him up. So then we start to learn, okay, a little bit about Judd's family. Like, it sounds like his mom's passed away. His siblings aren't aren't really in the picture, even though it looks like he's got several. So kind of Judd's the closest family to him
0: in mm-hmm.
1: um, location-wise. So it sounds like kind of Judd's getting a picture of, like, maybe Dad shouldn't be living on his own anymore. And they've been in a house for what, 40-some-odd years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I've, I've, I've work with, you know. Older people, I, I get it, and I have a dad who's in his 70s right now, so <laughs> it's uh, they can be a little stubborn. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, also the house was kind of they... depressing.
2: Oh, yeah, it was like, well, he was in the dark because,
0: but like, even when we see it a little bit later,
2: yeah,
0: um, it's like, oh, okay, it's still depressing,
2: yeah, and
1: yeah, there's dishes all over the kitchen, things hadn't been done, and it was like a just super dark color themed, yeah. And, like, I know some people
0: like
2: that, but, um... Yeah, it was just depressing. Yeah, not me. Yeah. And, like, there's a few things about this. Like, so family-wise, there was a picture, if you paused it for good, whatever. You know that he has at least two brothers and a sister. And then his mom, we find out in this part, is dead. And, like... Then his father is like... Like, Judd's like, oh, I can help you take that rug out because his dad didn't want to get rid of it or whatever. But, like, it kind of makes me wonder how long his mom has been dead with that. Mm-hmm. Like, how long has the rug been like that? It kind of seemed like she had been gone a while. I would have guessed
0: at least maybe five years,
2: probably yeah, more. that's what I was thinking.
0: there was a lot of detachment there, like not a lot of grieving I guess yeah Um, it was obviously a
1: conversation they'd had before or something similar yeah so and I I think too the era that his dad seemed to be of the age of um they don't often show their emotions certain ways and they want their things their way and they you know like this is my house and this is how it's gonna stay and yeah um, they were kind of raised to not change things like you know you buy a house you stay there yeah Um, yeah so it it was kind of like he didn't want to change anything and yeah you're right i think it was a lot of like he didn't want to change your things because he was still mourning his wife yeah being gone
2: and i mean some people never get over like losing their spouse because they figure they'll like they want to be together forever and they'll just die that way he might Never get over it, whatever. Yeah. hmm
0: Yeah. And sometimes it's just, even if they're not, even if it's not a thing of, like, they're still mourning, it's a way to stay close to them. Right. And not really acknowledge the fact that they're completely gone.
1: Yeah, so speaking of father and son situations, then we kind of move on to TK has TK! come home. He's oh on my the God. couch, and him T- and Owen are bantering back and forth. Owen's being a mother hen. Bringing him water oh. and TK's like, don't tell me what color my pee should
2: be. <laughs> the part where he says, What does he say? Um, oh, oh, Owen's like Owen's like, You look uncomfortable, let me like give you a pillow oh, or something. And yeah. TK's like, I'm fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He looks like very uncomfortable. I was like, Oh my god, TK, stop. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and then like he's he gets a pillow behind him and i'm like he looks like he was in his sweatpants and like he looks so comfortable in that moment but also like not i'm like oh why do i love that so much i love that scene i just watch that to laugh sometimes i'm just like oh my god this is good banter
1: and tk's like trying to talk ellen into going back to work because he's like if you go now you can probably make shifts Mm-hmm. it's like no, tk not didn't great. want him home for the next three weeks taking care of him. i would have
2: loved to see that <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh we that probably would have
1: seen tk just
0: banging his head against the sofa like just stop
1: <laughs> either that or he'd run away to carlos's oh, <laughs> he's like i'm fighting okay, out. I want <laughs> this. yeah i want I'll... this i'm writing the vampick. okay <laughs> <laughs> good to know <laughs> And you can you could definitely see that some, T, something's on TK's mind too. You could, like he's not just trying to get his dad to go to back to work. I think it's like he's kind of almost thinking about his life.
0: Yeah, I think he needs a
1: space to just think things through, kind of decompress. And yeah, I think you know Owen was kind of pushing. He's like, ah, don't worry, you'll be back. And, you know, because they originally, I guess, said, said told him he'd be out of work for like three, four weeks. And mm-hmm. Owen's like, ah, you'll be back two weeks, three weeks tops. And TK's like, yeah, we'll see. So you, like, I got that moment of, like, okay, you're questioning something. What is that something? I didn't yeah. think it
0: was physical at that point, because I'm like, uh, no, there's something else going on here. Yeah. And then we have
1: the cave scene.
2: Yeah. Oh, gosh. This scene makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why, it's but just a bit. Fa- it's,
1: it's another father-son bonding. Yeah. Also that poor so, kid.
2: Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Like, my thought is, like, if you know that, like, why would you go down that far? First of all, why would you go in a cave like that? Like, it just sounds so uncomfortable and dangerous. And I mean, I don't like being in tight spaces, so I guess I'm not one fog. Oh yeah. But still, it just doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, I don't necessarily mind tight spaces, but that's still like, in the dark um, tight. you don't know where you're going. And yeah. seriously, yeah, there, there was so much about that, which I just kind of wanted to shake the dad for, because I was like,
1: the stuff Right. Yeah. And, uh, he, and he was like trying to get his son to like, be a man, and like, get him to like, grow up, I guess. And it just... Well, stand
0: up to a bully, wasn't it? Uh, like, yeah, get courage, stand up specifics. for a bully?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it was... Was it he's trying to make a decision about what he was going to do for college oh, or something? Oh,
0: get the... Oh, get the, uh Basically, man up to apply for art school or something.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. That was it. Okay. I was remembering something else with the bully thing.
1: <gasps> oh, man. And then, like, when the crew arrives, because, the you know, the father and son go in, and the dad gets stuck, so then the kid has to leave the cave because there's no service, and he has to go call for help, and when the crew comes... And Owen's um, there. Judd's like, man, I wish they'd closed this cave off. Had three calls to it. And what we find out is this specific area, there's been three people that have gotten stuck and died not being able to get out. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is, though, it's kind of cool because we get to see Marjan and Mateo because they're the smallest going into this cave because there's pretty tight spaces. Yeah. Um, so Marjan and Mateo get to go in and be the um, heroes. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. it's
0: being called the birthing canal, and I'm like, that's a little too fitting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's another reason why you should not be in there. Oh
1: my yeah. God. I'm like, <laughs> that just sounds painful.
2: <laughs> also, yeah.
0: okay, uh, oh my gosh, I draw too many. Like, <laughs> Um, Sorry, I'm having crisis. The birthing canal, which is supposed to give life, but people keep dying in it. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, irony. Should that be
2: called the Dying Canal anyway? <laughs> <laughs> the Dying Canal. What's well, that? Just keep it real here. I mean, yeah.
0: Oh, man. Mm. So then
1: after, so, we, so they end up rescuing the dad after some struggle. And the kid and the dad kind of have their moment. And then Judd and Owen kind of, I, I could see the turmoil on both of their faces, like, Owen's like concerned, obviously, about TK and in that moment. And then Judd's got his dad on his mind because the next scene we see is Judd and uh, Grace having dinner with his dad at their place. And that conversation doesn't go so well. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, stubborn old goat. (laughs) 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 Oh
1: Oh man, was he? He was, yeah, but he's acting as I would expect. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well,
0: people don't want to admit they need help, and they don't want to admit when they're getting older. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Then you had like, stubbornness on top of it.
1: Yeah, one, and, and, you know, Judd and Grace were kind of suggesting that maybe he think about selling the house, because it's so big, because they didn't need that big a house anymore, and move closer to him and Grace, since they're the only ones that, you know, it sounds like are are around anymore, or nearby. Yeah. Uh, You know, so they have, unfortunately, his dad I think it's Stuart, I think, is his dad's name. Yeah, yeah I think does so. It, Doesn't it take too kindly with that. And we also learned that his dad was on oil rigs in the Gulf of Mexico. Um, and that sounds like that's how he, what his job was. Um, Which I think I that's cool. Like yeah. learning that. Mm-hmm. So we learn a little more about kind of maybe uh, Judd's upbringing in that way. So his dad might not have been around a lot when he was a kid. Because if, if I'm understanding it correctly, the guys will go out for like six weeks at a time six to eight weeks, and then they'll come back for another shift. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's get a little bit, and then he gets upset when, you know, they start asking him to move closer and sell his house and stuff. Talk about some accidents he got into, and so he leaves upset, which is uh, understandable. Yeah. Um, And then we, uh, I feel like the awakening is a good name, because it's like everybody in this episode is getting awakened in some way yeah you know or the the father-son moments and you know we've got tk and owen we've got judd and his dad we've got the case from the um you know the cave and then we've got the next one which is the whole kid sticking the toy up his nose (laughs) poor paul
2: (laughs) poor paul oh my god this scene was like a lot like it's like the kid sticks the car up no, was, and then like the funniest part was when
0: because it smelled like cinnamon and he liked cinnamon oh yeah I didn't even yeah. remember that part
2: but like um, but like Paul like pulls it out of his nose eventually and the funniest part was Mateo's like you made a kid cry <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're just ripping at him and Paul get, just gives them a death glare like shut up
2: yeah <laughs> which I feel like is such a real look because like I think like Jules and Brian and Natasha are all like the closest probably like I can just tell from like what they post and stuff Mm -hmm. and I just think like that like half of their looks on the show are just like so real and I'm like oh my god I love that Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the dad
2: later calls
0: them because he wanted to know how the kid had managed it. And cut the car
2: stuck off his own nose. Let your yeah. mind wander. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't need to be explored. <laughs> like, uh, I'll And I love Owen's just like, how? Uh, why? Like,
1: what? <laughs> and then they, the whole crew just walks up on the doorstep. <laughs> like, oh. How? <laughs>
2: yeah. Owen's like, give me um, the pyres.
1: Yeah, he's like, I'm going oh in. My God. Um, mm. So after this scene, we see kind of well. So it sounds like while Owen's at work, uh, TK gets an idea and he oh my God. emails through Zoe's private email or through her edu email from the school. Yeah, asking her to come over, and you can tell he's nervous about talking to her. Yeah, uh, at this this whole scene, I'm like. Oh, my God. Mm, Yeah. And I was, at first, I was like, where is this conversation going to go? Because it starts out with, like, TK and, like, he's like, so you and my dad are, like, having fun? He's, like, he's, like, fishing for information. And, like, she was kind of, like, I guess we're having fun. He's like, you think it's going to be more? So, I I don't know if, like, I I almost saw Zoe panic there for a second because I was like, yeah. She's, like, probably worrying about, like, what, but, but TK, like. He's like, actually, it's like the third time this year, the second time this year, I've almost died. So he's like, I'm wanting to make sure that my dad's going to be okay if some- I'm not around. Yeah. Uh, which I, I was like, uh, but it also made me wonder, because I know we've talked about TK's mental health in other episodes. Um, if he's reaching out to Zoe because she's a psychology professor, um... That makes me wonder if he's not seeing a therapist anymore.
2: No, I think he still is. Really? <clears throat> um, yeah, because like I th- I feel like he still is just because like I don't know, I just Owen probably wouldn't
0: let him stop.
2: Yeah, that's my thought. And also like yeah. I feel like he maybe what his intentions of asking her over was for advice, but it was also like curiosity and then also like there may be some things he maybe didn't want to talk to a therapist about or maybe he, yeah. he, she was somewhat of a comfortable person even though they, like, literally spoke hardly any words before that. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I can, I guess I can put, I mean, I, can, I put myself in TK's position. You know, I've already had two major instances where I've been close to death. And my dad, who now has cancer, is potentially seeing somebody, and he's kind of curious is this person serious? Is this just for some fun? Is she going um, to become a, a uh, could she second be step something more? Yeah, third, actually. Well, oh, yeah, second, second step, step older, older. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I just, I, so I can kind of see where TK was going with that. Cause like by now, you know, TK's kind of starting to wonder Like, did I ever want to be a firefighter? Am I really meant to do this? which we then, you know, as he goes on to talk to Zoe, when she finally says, okay, what's going on and what, what's the questions for? She's like, do you have anybody to talk to? And she's he's like, well, we did hear this. This is the first time that TK's really... Ex- uh, Not accepted, but like actually said that TK, like Carlos is his boyfriend. Like he calls him his boyfriend. Well, I guess that's my boyfriend. Yeah, I guess.
0: I don't even really know is my boyfriend. Boyfriend. It's all (laughs) kind of new. Zoe
1: starts having fun there. She's like, oh. Yeah. Which is funny because she first thought Owen was gay. Yeah. Which is so it's like she probably's like oh I she's mean like, so dad's not gay but so-
2: <laughs> I mean she focuses on human sexuality she's gonna be very intrigued with that.
1: That is true. <sighs> that is true. I forgot about that part. Oh, I didn't even remember that at all. <laughs> and then, kind of through all the back and forth, Zoe quickly kind of I think she kind of figures out she's like okay, you're starting to question some of your life choices, and then all of a sudden T.K. says, "But I've all but." all I've ever wanted to do was be a firefighter. And she's like, yeah, I never brought that up, but it's funny that you should, or that you did. And he just kind uh, of looked trapped like... He goes, oh, yeah. <gasps> so she kind of, like, hit the nail on the head with that one that, you know, that's... So he's starting to question whether he wants to be a firefighter anymore. After something like that happens, getting shot on the job would probably put things in perspective, <laughs> <I guess>. Right. <laughs> but that's not a normal injury for firefighters. That is true. That is true. That was yeah. completely an accident, but... Yeah. But still.
2: Yeah. I mean, Like, he'd been
0: through a lot in the past year.
2: Yeah. And.
0: Yeah, that's going to make anybody. And also, Mm -hmm. his life was uprooted earlier.
2: Yeah.
0: It probably. This was probably the first time he had a moment to actually breathe. Yeah.
1: Start thinking. True. So, after this scene, you kind of get back to Judd's uh, dad who has fallen pretty bad through a glass table and has a pretty bad gash on his leg and he calls 911 and he asks specifically for grace and she has to call the paramedics and she has to kind of walk him through how to make a tourniquet and how to help with the bleeding and then he's like we don't have to tell judd right (laughs) and i (laughs) can see the moment of like grace thinking i have to tell my husband i can't not because like how am i gonna explain this yeah Um, she's like uh please don't put me in that situation yeah, um, but then we're back to the like, TK, and like TK comes back to the firehouse, which is awesome because like Buttercup was all excited, and oh, yeah. the crew was. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a good moment to see him back. Yeah, uh, at the station,
2: and Mateo like hugs him, and he's like, <laughs> oh. "Oh, yeah." <gasps> and he's like, "Oh, come on,
1: come
2: on!" I love
0: uh,
2: that.
1: Yeah, right. TK wants to talk to Owen, and they go upstairs to the office and. TK starts asking his dads, like, why did you want to become a firefighter? And we learn a little more about Owen, which is kind of cool. Because so Owen talked about he dropped out of law school in his second year, um, which his older son, Matthew, is actually a lost, uh, graduate of law school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was kind of a cool little parallel. And... He kind of explained the fire academy and joining her because um, he didn't think that they, the Hout family could handle two lawyers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then he talked about um, being a firefighter because he'd been a lifeguard um, before he dropped out of college and had a, had a pretty monumental save that really stuck with him. And ever since then, he's just been chasing the rush of saving people. And so TK's like, you're an addict. <laughs> <laughs> just like me. And then TK shares, you know, this is all, all he's ever wanted to do since he was a kid was be a firefighter. Mm -hmm. And now he's starting to wonder, which I'm, I'm, I give props to TK for actually telling his dad that. Yeah. Because he could have easily just hidden it and not said anything and just let, you know, gone by. But he actually went to his dad and he told him, like, I don't know if I want to come back.
0: I think that that speaks to their close relationship. That he's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm not going to hide this. I need to talk to my dad about this. I think that also partially had to do with the fact that his
1: dad was also his captain. And he yeah. probably get it more yeah. than anybody else would. But then TK kind of admits one big thing to Owen and he's like, I think, he's like, Ever since I was a kid, and we know that he was about seven years old when 9 11 happened, he shares that he's not sure if he ever wanted to be a firefighter. Maybe he just wanted his dad. And so he's like to follow. So he followed in his dad's footsteps so he could be close to him. And Owen does admit that he's like, Yeah, my firehouse is my adopted family, but you're always going to be my son no matter what. He'll be on his side, whatever he chooses, which is super awesome for Owen to say that. Yeah. yeah. Because there's so many times you see that you know the father is a big big wig in a department or something and then the son has to follow in dad's footsteps and if he doesn't he's a disgrace to the family and just all those bad stories either you know it's fictionalized or in real life um so to have o and be so supportive of tk and whatever he chooses is just really awesome
2: yeah and then like tk wants well tk kind of is like well there is one thing and he so then we immediately see them mm-hmm, yeah. go visit the kid that shot him which i love this scene mm-hmm. and oh my gosh scene yeah and i love like so he like sits with the kid and he's like playing with lego so cute and i love <laughs> how because i know Rodin tweeted this i think he did that like so he like at one point, like, the kid's like, I'm sorry I shot you, and TK's like, it's okay, just don't do it again. Or <laughs> whatever. And, yeah, like, and the... he, like, shakes his hand, and that wasn't, yeah, like, like, something yeah. that, like, was in the script. And TK's right. like, the kid was a method actor or something like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so, I, I remember, remember that. Yeah, he was saying that. It was, like, the, the they said, like, one of them says deal, and then, like, they, there was no handshake, but it just hap- happened, and they filmed it a couple of different ways and that's the one they went with even though it wasn't scripted yeah yeah which
2: is why (laughs) i love lone star so much because they always Mm -hmm. seem to do stuff like that
0: they're like okay this turned out it was on script but we like it
2: yeah like there's just so many things that they like don't have on the original script but they just like end up being in the final take which is so cool yeah
1: well and i think in that in that scene specifically i mean it's very rare for people who are shot by somebody to to um come face to face with their shooter in that kind of situation yeah yeah so for him to tk to want to see this kid and to like reassure this kid that like he understood that he was just protecting his family and that he's not like he's reminding the kid that like he's still alive
2: yeah because
1: well, like if i was like, seven years old and i shot somebody i'd be like terrified yeah like, Anywhere you know i I don't want to kill people.
2: Yeah, yeah, and also the part where, um, he's like playing with like a cop Lego thing, and he's like, "Do you like cops?" And in my head, I was like, "TK's like, I do too." (laughs) And I cannot say the way that I think about children.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's one in
2: specific I like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> one specifically. <laughs> and he's um,
2: gorgeous. <laughs>
1: yes, he is with his curly hair. Yeah. yeah. Love those curls. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, and then after after TK is and it's done hanging out with the kid, Owen and him walk outside. And first off, we do learn that TK is 26 years old. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> Owen does share that he's proud of him. And he says, you're going to make a great dad one day. And TK is like, so will you. <laughs> <laughs> they love that. Like, they have that, like, really powerful, like, I'm proud of you moment. And then TK's like, yeah, And you'll make a good dad, too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and
0: then I, I think, like, every time I hear that, it makes me go, "Hey, oh, what? <laughs>
2: TK, what are you saying?
0: <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, ah, I'm just
2: going to take it on face value and not think about it.
1: Right. <laughs> Oh man. Mm -hmm. So we kind of move on to kind of the wrapping up of, so we've wrapped up the TK storyline with Owen in this specific episode. And then we move on to kind of closing out with Grace and Judd's Stuart um, scenes, Uh, Stuart's in the hospital um, and Stuart's like, okay, fine. Give it to me. (laughs) And Judd's like, I'm not going to, give you the right act. He's like, but you are going to make some changes. And, uh, they give him one of those really ugly looking necklaces that are the, the medical alert. <laughs> and he's like, oh, some new jewelry. <laughs> um, yeah. And I love him. He's like, okay, I'll wear this, and I'll do these things that you're telling me to do. As on one you guy's work on giving me a grandbaby.
2: <gasps> yeah. I loved that. Like, and oh. Jed goes,
1: oh, uh, da, da, da. yeah. Oh. He gets all flustered, and especially, and Grace is like, yeah. Wh- why don't we? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, why not, husband?
2: <laughs>
1: and Jed's like, well, we got a lot to worry about right now. She's like, we got a lot to worry about. What? <laughs> I
2: love that. I'm like, just I would love like to see a Grace yet,
0: baby. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> and then we have
1: the bridge into the tenth episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We start to see some clips of like the space station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're in the, getting ready to get hit with a uh, coronal mass ejection, which is the like, a solar flare. Yeah. It was so quick
2: between 9 and 10, starting with this end. I was like, okay, what is happening? Mm -hmm. And then, like, they showed, like, a little promo for, like, the next part where you see, like, the bus crash and that stuff that happens and then you see, like, the that stuff but like I'm like there's not enough time to be like okay what's going to happen like I'm like okay what's happening but then it starts and I'm like okay
1: <laughs> right that's right because 9 and 10 aired back to back that same night
2: yeah
1: so we didn't really have to worry too much because we were getting it right away yeah yeah. Um, yeah I'm a science geek so I love this kind of stuff oh and, yeah like I love natural disasters so I just I'm curious like I, I loved how they threw it in there like yeah I, I wonder I'm assuming this is going to be, I guess, you could, like an EMP, because it'll throw off, like, computerized systems, which is why, like, I think this, I mean, obviously the space station's going to be, like, the first people to really catch on that something's going on. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're up there, and they're keeping it an on and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was, I don't know, all in all, I think it was a really good episode. I think we got a lot of great moments with Owen and TK, which, you know, I love. We got a little bit, we learned a little bit more about Judd and his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. TK woke up thank god
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you yeah oh my gosh i really do like these episodes i think they might i mean it's hard to make a favorite but i think they might be some of my favorites just like storyline i especially like looking into 10 i think 10 may i mean i like a lot of them but like 10 might be my favorite might be yeah i think because it
1: you know 10 will wrap up a lot of the seasonal storylines that we've had for the whole season
2: and tarlos yes
0: But that's why like the 10 scenes are like my favorite tarlos scenes is because like we get we get to see them um together
2: yeah it was was tarlos happy and i was i'm off with yeah
0: thank you guys so much for joining us and listening be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Anchor. We are also on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and almost anywhere where a podcast can be found. On iTunes, please rate us and leave us a good review. Well, or bad, but just tell us. It would mean a lot to us. <laughs> you, can, you guys can follow the podcast on our socials at 911 Roundup on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
2: You can follow me, Katie, at Tarlos on Instagram and at Tarlos on Twitter. And you can follow me, Grace, at Rafa 911
0: on Instagram and at SheepGirl31 on Twitter.
1: And you can follow me, EJ, at EJ8302 at Instagram and Twitter. Right. Bye. 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 <laughs>